Zelda in Fote Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, thank you so much as always for joining me. This week's opening was once again brought to us by Brandon and Company, and as always, this week's closing theme is The Hero of Time Remix by Jeesh. You can send us your own fan topics, theme songs, submissions, copyright, or anything like that over at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. And before you think about it, no, it's not better to send it to Zelda Inquiries. Before we get into who's on this week, let's talk about what happened in these past couple weeks. This week, a butt broke the internet, everyone is on Tamodachi Life Mobile, and Hyperlight Drifter is the link to the future that Zelda needed. Once again, my name is Adam, and this week I'm happily joined by... Hey guys! It's Colin. It's a rabbi. I I played <laughs> Quantum Break. I want to kill myself. Aww. Well, welcome to the podcast, Colin. Oh. <laughs> also, we have a goose, as you can hear today, um, <laughs> in repla- replacing our good buddy Chris, who uh, killed himself on Mitomo this past week. Yeah. yeah. If you've been following uh, us on Twitter, you can see. It was very sad. It was very yeah. sad. Also, I apologize, I'm here for the third week in a row, and I know there's a few of you that are tired of it. I feel like it's pretty much been us for, like, three weeks in a row. Eh, really, you get what you pay for. Two weeks in a row, really, because we took a break. Uh, this is actually the first episode we recorded since that break. Yeah. Yeah. You mean the quantum <laughs> a of, break? A lot of crazy things have happened in those two weeks. Like... Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I was what did we play this week? Uh, oh. Adam, what, what about you? You know, it's funny with all the new games that came out this past week and like everything oh, that I've been looking forward to. Yeah, what? I was gonna say, what games? Hi- Hyperlight Drifter. Oh, that yeah, it's a lot. Oh yeah, VR happened, but uh... you guys are mean. Okay, Caleb, yeah. what did you play this week? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even I, say. Good. I played. I played the Twitch app on my Xbox. I'm bored already. One. Colin, what's your answer? <laughs> Hopefully, if it's good, we won't cancel this episode. It's the it's same too late. No, we're already canceled. Mine. It's too late. Stop. We're already it's done. True eight. The episode's already done. We're done. We all played me. Thank you for coming Let's to the Zelda Informer podcast. Let's my name is Adam. Let's talk about me, Tomo. Let's okay. talk about me, Tomo. <laughs> okay, let's talk about me, Tomo. Adam, you Caleb, suck. do you, you want to talk? Got about... it the other day. What the hell was that? What? You only got it the other day. I did. Out of peer pressure, you didn't yeah. even you didn't even get it on. You're not. What strong... kind of example are you setting for the children when you just fall for that peer pressure like that? Listen, I'm in a relationship and she's very strong. You didn't just hop on the bandwagon like the cool kids. She yeah. could beat me up. I I listen to her when she tells me to do things. Right. Good job warming that into the show, you nerd. <laughs> you have what? Huh? 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 Excuse huh? me. Nani. <laughs> This is a great episode. <laughs> well, when 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 I'm here, you it's know it's not it has even five minutes yet. We still have time to salvage it, guys. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I downloaded it because Colin harassed me <laughs> the entire like. I took a week off because I was tired and I, I was like redlining. I needed a break, and Colin was... decided I'm gonna just harass Adam for once <laughs> and just was... spend the entire week going. When are you getting me Tomo? Are you get me Tomo yet? You should give me Tomo. <laughs> it, it went to the point where I actually, I think the uh, the straw that broke Adam's camelback was, um, I actually sent him, like, the official Nintendo, like, hey, you should j- join this app link. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I just stared at that and I was like, fine. 
At Fine. least for for Caleb and I, we downloaded it day one. Because we're huge nerds. Yeah. It didn't actually work for me at first, and it turns out that's because... Um, well, yours was just weird, buggy nonsense. Yeah, I'll explain what that happened with. It was, yeah. Yeah, for me, it turns out that Mitomo does not like to play friendly with, um, jailbroken or, uh, iPhones or rooted Android devices, which is something I never understood because... Which isn't one of your phones, but maybe it got confused, right, Wink? No, because jailbreaking and rooting is fine. In fact, I think it was only a couple of years ago that I think Congress was even like, yeah, no, it's cool. You can just, uh, no, Supreme Court. Is that legal? Yeah, no, jailbreaking has been legal forever. Cool. Um, Caleb. The- breaking out of jail on the other... What? I was uh, gonna, oh, wait, we can't do that? What? I guess Chris is going to be stuck in there for a while then. Oh. Oops. But um, no, it's weird. The Supreme Court was basically like, yeah, you can do it. It's all fine. And the only reason why they said that was because Apple was like, you jailbreak your phone, you void your warranty, and we don't like you. But they can't actually do anything about it. But it's weird because jailbreaking has been around for so right. long, and yet there's only, like apps only now are going. Yeah, we won't work on jailbroken phones. Either way, it doesn't matter because you can just you know download another tweak on your phone that <laughs> circumvents that whole necessity. And I've been playing Mitomo like a madman, and uh, it's great. I I got bored of it. I didn't. <laughs> I'm I'm already bored of it. Yeah, uh, if not. you if you somehow haven't downloaded Mitomo yet and joined, congratulations. The yeah, first off, congratulations. Second of all, uh, Mitomo is basically Nintendo's equivalent of. It's kind of like those hell. <laughs> it's kind of like those websites from a few years ago where it's like, oh, invite your Facebook friends to answer some trivial questions, and you can read their answers. The difference being that it's sort of set up in this Tamadachi life sort of, you know, setting. The difference being this is far more sinister and embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pretty uh, much. Okay. Just, just, just like to, for those of you who are confused, like, the reason why it's impressive if you haven't downloaded this app yet, for like, I think the first week straight, it was the number one app in the US and the UK. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in Japan, it was... It broke three million, like, nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, by within the first week it was out in Japan, it already had a million users. Yeah. And now it's at three million. It was trending for a few days, like, just, you know, top of Twitter. By itself, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's mainly because it's a really great time sink. Um, You know what it is to me? What? You know what it looks like? It's bit strips, but not stupid. Kind of. It's it's a mixture of that and, um, as I said, those dumb questionnaire websites. Like, I don't know, what were they called? Like, Retrospring or something? Uh, Someone yeah. will probably remember them. But, like, it's a mixture of those two. But the difference being that you have these little me's who you can customize. And they're fun, too, because the, the me's have always been fun. And they talk as well. So it's really entertaining to watch. Mm. Plus, you have the me photo option, which is, like, way more... Which is your the meat of the game. It's it's the game. real Yeah, it's the real meat of the whole app and it's it's, it's great. It's I was wondering really when the fun. game would happen. <laughs> it's really fun to just mess around in Me Photo and with all the different backgrounds and uh poses and uh, like expressions and all that. It's actually like really well made. Me um, photo surpasses Meverse for funny stuff you will find. 
Yeah, and I think that's what's interesting, and I think the reason why this is better than uh, previous Nintendo sort of social networks like Miiverse or the Mii Plaza or Swap Note is because Nintendo doesn't have that weird family-friendly censorship. Oh, yeah, it. no. It, you're, Colin. The sky's your limit. Colin. Yeah. Explain to the audience what you said when Mitomo asked what you, it thought my favorite food was, or what you you thought my favorite food was. Oh, I, I uh, <laughs> you can you can the hot apple ejaculate. Su- yeah, I basically just said Adam's favorite food is co- hot cum. Uh, you can also make the backgrounds of your me photos, whatever. So if you go on Twitter, you'll find a lovely picture that Chris totally made and not me. Of uh, him saying, I love vacation in front of uh, an archival photo of Lee Harvey Oswald being shot. <laughs> you called me Hitler's nephew on me, Tomo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I've been called Mark. Like, people said my celebrity lookalike is Markiplier so many times. Don't worry, I covered you You there. made I said... that yourself. I you did. literally made the I thought his yourself. hair was pink. Well, 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 my hair is like silver now, by the way. Well, before we move on from apps altogether, I Mm want to just make a quick note real quick. Uh, Since I am Kingdom Hearts fan, whatever the hell the number was. uh, Three, six, five, two days. Shut up. Unchained Key is coming out to North America. Uh, Already. It's out. If you're listening to this, it's out. You can go download the first Kingdom Hearts mobile game. Speaking of Square Enix and Disappointment... It's apparently really good for a Kingdom Hearts mobile game. What? Yeah, like, everybody wanted it. (laughs) Speaking uh... of Disappointments and Square Enix, Caleb, how about that Platinum demo? So what else is on the docket? Oh my god. No, no, let's let's talk about this Platinum demo. Yeah, let's mention it. Uh, Caleb and I both played it, and Caleb and I both hate it. Uh, yeah. Um, I did not. Play what it. a huge step down from Duske, which I consider to be as good as it's going to get. If you don't know what Duske is, it's the Final Fantasy 15 demo that came with Final Fantasy Type, Type Zero. Zero on yeah. PS4 and Xbox. Or One. the reason why people bought Type Zero to begin with. Yeah. And for those of you who much. didn't play Duske when they updated it to the 2.0 version, that's the one I'm talking about. That one was really good, and wow, Platinum demo poops all over that. What is so bad about this demo? I still haven't really. It's more of it's a that it's tech nothing showcase and not a demo, and it runs worse, plays worse, a uh, scrapped combat system that's rebuilt and is worse. Um, and, and this it's is literally to be like nothing. an updated version of the. Combat? This is supposed to be the like the version of the combat that you're going to be playing in the full version of the game. Oh my god! Yeah, that's very scary. So instead of Duske, where it's part of the game, cut from the game, this is. We just took a bunch of environments that may or may not show up. We put some platforms on the floor that you can step on and change the weather and just spawn objects. Have fun playing with our lighting and physics engines. I think the best way to put it is imagine if uh, Konami released Ground Zeroes for Metal Gear Solid Five, and then a few months later released like, oh, here's the new demo of Metal Gear Solid Five, And it was like, one it was like the the little beach section of peace walker yeah on the same peace walker engine and everything it's like a complete step down but you were using toy guns and instead of fighting you were stepping and changing the weather 
Like DDR? Yeah. Oh, and you were doing, you were collecting Banjo-Kazooie yeah, exactly. Kazooie, uh, collectibles. Yeah. I, it's also like 10 minutes long, while Duske will last you hours. And they actively hide things in those little buttons that you have to push on the ground that I would say are a necessity to get a good feeling of how the full game's going to be. Oh, like not like Easter eggs, but rather things that they should try. Try two whole weapons that you need to get a good idea of how the game's going to play <laughs> are hidden in the in the like most well hidden spot in the in the whole thing. That's really it's bad. That's... It's terrible. That's yeah, not good it's... design. I I played through it. It took me six minutes and i was just at the end i was furious because duske is fantastic yes. even on its own it's um probably one of the it's weird because i'm i'm not one to usually get deep into jrpgs or anything but type like final fantasy 15 episode duske is really fantastically done yes and to see it go from that to what they released now. And even then, their whole story behind it is fishy. Because if it's a tech demo, like, it runs worse and it looks worse. And they're, like, there's nothing they're really showing off compared to what Duske had. So it, it really just makes no sense. This is literally something that was just forced out last minute by whoever was putting together the whole event. Where they said, we need, we need 15 things because GameSpot pushed the button too early. So... Oh, yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. I, I I feel really bad for whoever was involved in that. Uh, basically, uh, someone at at uh, GameStop or GameSpot. 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 I always get those two confused. <laughs> Even when I'm saying it, I know which one's which. I just I always say the wrong name. Um, accidentally uploaded the because like a lot of news outlets get news early so that as soon as it gets announced, they can yeah they get it. their right. their press releases and all right that. yeah it, it makes sense. Um, someone accidentally uploaded the press release before the event yeah. like the press release announcing everything that would be announced at the event before the event on youtube not everything well a lot of things yes pretty uh, much everything uh, a good amount of things basically someone lost a job or at least we hope so yeah and uh let's just say that i think that GameSpot is not going to be in the best of graces right now with square enix nope um <laughs> i'm really hoping the platinum, over in the platinum demo was just like a little thing that was made like a well over a year ago and they're just releasing now or sort of like a little like oh this was it wouldn't be because the combat system was scrapped and it's the it's the newer one well yeah like it, it, there's nothing that really makes me feel comfortable about this being out all i can hope is that it was just a weird marketing thing and it's bad because it's separate and that the full game over time will be better but it yeah. won't well, be Duskade. Maybe, maybe hopefully it's like one of those Sonic uh, 06 situations where the demo was done by a completely different team. Except this is the demo that was done by a completely different team. I was going to say, I'm like, where are you going with this? Do you understand what I mean? I guess. Because yeah. Sonic 06, uh, was, wait, was it Sonic 06 or was it Sonic Boom? That the tech demo was like really, or was really well received. It the was Sonic 06. 06 tech demo was better than the game. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if Boom had the same situation. Yeah. Six, did Boom even have a tech demo? I don't recall, no. no. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, do you want to move on to some more lukewarm Final Fantasy news? Cause like, sure. Um, oh. So there is something that I, I saw recently that kind of made me go, oh, okay. Like, I'm less, okay. Ups I'm, I'm less upset, but I'm also kind of concerned. 
Right. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, remember we had this like huge controversy a few months ago where people were like, oh no, they're going to make it episodic. Episodic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Square Enix is like, no, 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 no. And their their solution, which is essentially like telling a guy who's about to jump off a ledge that, no, don't worry, you're not that fat. He said, no, no, they're going to be full games like Final Fantasy XIII. All right, Square. And and he almost, they almost had me calm until they said, like Final Fantasy that's, 13. That's what I was going to say. You never, never sell anything by going, hey, guys, don't worry. It's just like the game you hated, right? <sighs> How's your birthday? I mean, hey, Colin, what's your birthday party going to be like? Well, Adam, it's going to be kind of almost as bad as World War One, but not quite. <laughs> I I mean, it's, it's, Caleb, I love you. <laughs> it's obvious that they're, I think they're trying to pull this off. Um, because there was so many people, idiots, who were yeah. trying to defend it as like, well, you know, when Final Fantasy VII came out, it was on three discs. That argument like, hurts. Yeah, totally un <laughs> like, <laughs> totally you know unaware of the fact that like that data size conversion from CD to Blu-ray yeah. doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I, I'm. I mean, I'm really. Int- I mean, if that's the case, I'd really love to see how Square managed to take a game that was what two gigs, two and a half gigs, and can't fit it onto one fifty gigabyte Blu-ray. Love yeah. to know how that works. And they need three of them. They need a hundred and fifty gigs of Blu-ray to actually right make it. I. Um, I mean, like the thing that made me kind of like go like, oh, okay, at first was. It's not going to be epi- just episodic. It's going to be like full blown, essentially arcs, kind of like what Kingdom Hearts does. Uh, you know what I mean? Where like I don't agree. Well, no. Okay. I, what I mean we, by that is like basic. What, what it, it's, hmm. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but. go for it. Go for it. It's dumb to say that because Final Fantasy VII is a game that's already finished and has been released, and people like it. And when yeah. they want a new one, they just want the new one to just have better graphics. They just yeah. want Final Fantasy VII with better graphics. They don't need more. Yeah. They wanted more shit. Yeah. There's already, what, Crisis Core? Yeah. Which is uh, pretty good. Dirge of Cerberus, Crisis Core, Advent <laughs> Children. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, what? What? I know you just said Dirge of Cerberus, but yeah. I think you meant to say nothing because that game doesn't exist. No, nah, Dirge of Cerberus. Let me say that loud. La- Dirge of Cerberus? <laughs> <laughs> My God. You're just like bringing up everything bad today. I mean, I am we the still Square Enix about, guy. I mean, we still haven't talked about Quantum Break yet. Are you so. a bad news bear? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a country bear. You're a band. Are we getting the band back together? Yeah. No. Stop. No. But no, Stop. like uh, we talked about this when, when we talked about Final Fantasy VII's remake before we we went over everything. That was a but... weird kids movie. Like that. That was. I'm sure someone went to therapy because of that. Christopher and, Walken and, did. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. I hope Country Bears are in Kingdom Hearts three. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no, like I don't agree with splitting up an RPG a single RPG into multiple full games because then you have to worry about like data transferring between the two. How is it going to like start up and and end in each game? What's Mm -hmm. the post game going to be like things are going to get changed, which people don't want already. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you take something and you turn into from a movie into a TV show, you're going to put in cliffhangers that probably weren't there just to fit more. But the biggest thing is how am I going to carry my stuff over? Mm-hmm. How are people who didn't buy the first part? Are they just do they have to buy the first? Part? Can you buy the second part? I don't know. I mean, a lot of games have had to work? deal with that problem later oh, on. I know. Mass, like uh, Mass Effect Mass Three Effect. has had to deal with that yeah. problem. Uh, I think also Infamous. The Witcher Three had to deal with it because The Witcher Two was on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, 
And yeah. the third one was on next-gen systems, so there yeah. was no actual way to be able to transfer data. Not easily. <laughs> but it, it's different when it's different installments. This should not be allowed because it's one game being chopped up into three. They can say it works like 13, but it doesn't because those are three separate games, two right. of which weren't supposed to exist. And I mean, know. like, it, it kind of does suit the point a little bit more that it's going to be the first part is going to be like, you know, in uh, Midgar. Yeah, Midgar. Yeah. And then the second game is going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to tell where they're going to cut it. Yeah. But it still doesn't from a gameplay point of view. I don't see how it's going to work. Unless there's a full 45 minute live action cutscene of Link. Uh, sorry, what is this loud. quantum break sorry, yeah oh. I, that was the joke oh well I, before we before we uh go over to that i lost my train of thought because you made me think of quantum break um <laughs> damn it uh, dude uh cuts mm. what's gonna be the game uh yeah i, I just hope they don't sell these derailed. things for 60 bucks a piece if so looks like i'm just yeah. not going to play it yeah you, you just want me back on track uh, that was probably what they're. That's probably what they're gonna do. Because yeah, when, when they say the thing, three full so games, then fuck that. No way. No goddamn way. This project is too expensive, as they've stated before. So it makes sense they would do this because you're gonna buy it anyway. Fifteen mm-hmm. cost a lot of money, and they're probably not gonna make as much as they think. And then Kingdom Hearts three is expensive too. They're making the most expensive games this company's ever made at the same time. Warner Brothers is currently having that sort of crisis. Oh, that crisis Uh-oh. core, if you will. Um, where, uh, where basically, uh, after Batman and Superman versus Superman, uh, like bombed at the box office, they they have to pull back. Yeah, well, they, they that's, originally that's had... what happens when you make a a movie with way too much money. Like, well, way no, that's, too that's, much that's, money. that's the same idea here, where it's like they're throwing a lot of money at Final Fantasy VII because they have to. This Much is their like, break the glass in case of emergency game. Right. That's yeah. that was that's Batman versus Superman. Oops. It's essentially the same thing. Oops. Which is funny because honestly, if you are interested in a Batman Superman Justice League essential universe, check out the animated stuff over the past couple of years. It's actually fantastic. Like honestly fantastic. Anyway, watch Justice League War. Um <laughs> I'm a nerd. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of... They are kind of in a bad situation. Where, like, Nintendo... You can, like, they they are they're, they have the luxury, you could say, of, like... Being able to try really weird things and failing catastrophically. Well, mm-hmm. Nintendo has the luxury of just having certain things in the past make them so, so much money that... They could just, like, whenever people go, like, man, if the NX fails, like, Nintendo is going to be out of the console business. Like, that is not true. Even if they make, like, three more Wii U's, like, they have so much money in the bank that they can they can survive it. And they know that it's better to have your own console than to deal as a third party. I think someone said that they could keep making Wii U-type consoles until, like, 2050, and they'd be okay. Oh, yeah, no, they could have, like, what is it? They could be in the red for like two hundred years. Or something. something they could like be that. non-profitable they have... for a couple, a long time. They could be very unprofitable. Yeah, they, for they, a very they long have time. billions and billions and billions in the bank, and they can do it. Billions um, and billions. The, the billions and billions yeah. of dollars <laughs> of but uh, HD weeks. <laughs> the the biggest issue with Square, and it's pretty much a big issue with the just the gap. Uh, Dude, wait a minute! I just realized it. Hmm. 
One Piece. It's not about pirates. It's about finding where Nintendo keeps that war chest everybody keeps talking about. Goodbye. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Um, wow, I just figured a, out Naruto's not about... Beca- no, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing this. <laughs> it's a big issue with the uh, Japanese <laughs> game industry as a whole, where a lot of big developers don't want to take these big expensive risks anymore of bringing back franchises that people like. We've seen it like really firsthand with Konami who have just was... taken the mm-hmm. we don't care anymore route. Mm-hmm. It was happening with Capcom for a while, yeah. which they've been, I'd say they've bounced back well enough. They're yeah. going up the staircase right now. They haven't quite made it to the top. They, uh, it was kind of slow around they're the early 2000s. they're not falling down it again. No. No, they, they, they're, they're working on Resident Evil. They're they're working on Monster Hunter. They're working on Street Fighter. They 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 got what they need. And despite um, the, oh, despite and the complaints, people like Street Fighter Five. Yeah, and people what? like it's, Capcom's like, games. As I well. I like Street Fighter Five. They made a Street Fighter that casual fans like myself could actually go. Hey, this is pretty good. I never I never liked a Street Fighter before, but I like this. Disgusting. Casuals. Although to clarify <laughs> that, I did play a lot of Street Fighter Two as a kid because I had a Sega Nomad because I was a weirdo. Okay. I don't know but, why. But, um, yeah, no, Square Good Enix, times. Square well. Enix is the company that has kind of, I don't know, they need something, and it seems like they're just pulling out all the stops now. Because it's not even these three games, it's also, uh, Tomb Raider, it's also Hitman, it's also Star Ocean. I hate to beat a dead horse. It's also near. Well, I hate to beat a dead horse, but the past couple of Final Fantasies have been so catastrophically bad. No, they haven't. Well, <laughs> 13 2 was really good. 14 is really good. Type 0 was pretty good. Fan, f- 14, uh, Realm Reborn? <laughs> 14 yeah. was well, was good only yes, after it was yeah. horribly terrible. I know, but yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. So. No, no, but what I mean is like they had a really bad, really low period with 13-1 and 14, like just regular. Original. Yeah. And then they went, oh my god, we're burning this company to the ground. We need to do everything to fix that. So they made two pretty good games. Also, there's quite a few. And now they decided like to 12. release fan favorites, and then they tried to make a new Final Fantasy 15, which they thought would appeal to people, which almost did. And in this, in a similar fashion, they seem to be tumbling back down the stairs. Square right now is tumbling back down the stairs, just slowly, like not like like not like a full like fall, but like just kind of like a slow roll. I they, think they really... might have like tripped and caught themselves, but <laughs> they're fine because they're literally releasing everything they've ever made that's not Twewy Two. They're fine. It really just comes down to whether or not all of these big, massive products that they're working on actually end up being good. Yeah. That's that's really what it comes down to. Um, I think the Final Fantasy VII Remake, even though we've seen like a trailer, is still way too early to really say anything about it. Yeah. F- 15 is a hop, skip, and a two away, and Kingdom Hearts 3 is somewhere. Somewhere. You know, it's it's surprising how we know less about Kingdom Hearts three. No, it's not. <laughs> Damn You're it. forgetting that Namora made this, and he made Versus thirteen. So, <laughs> you know what? Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> what, what are we moving on to? Uh, um, did you guys see that, uh, someone made a browser, like a JavaScript-based version of, uh, the original Legend of Zelda? Yeah, I played it for, like, three minutes, and then Nintendo took it down the next day. 
Where'd, yeah. where'd they take it? <laughs> Funky Town. To the Paradise City. Thank you. Um, I like how we both had different answers, but both of them were... Yeah, there you go. But uh, that's how jokes... But, um... Yeah, Good that joke. happened, and then... I, I, feel, I feel like this, like, you know, Nintendo is pretty usually dickish, you know, fan projects and all that, I think... Mm-hmm. There was someone on ZI who actually created, like, a topic about it on the, uh, just an article about it this week. But, um, and, I mean, usually I think we'd all agree that, like, Nintendo's pretty much in the wrong on them. Because usually it's not really anything crazy bad. But I think this one is especially, like, they shouldn't have touched it. There was no reason for them to touch it. It it wasn't harming mm. anyone or anything. It's harming it their virtual sales. console sales of the first Zelda. You think that people aren't going to be buying that? I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it wasn't even the full game. It was just the first three dungeons. And I think Which is as far as anyone's playing it on Virtual Console. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the first three dungeons. It was kind of neat. I don't mm. know. I, yeah. I don't know. Sucks Nintendo, to suck. Nintendo I, I seems to be having like a weird new stride with Zelda. So I, I think it makes sense. Well, apparently um, this summer is going to yeah, be the, the, the summer, summer of Zelda. Of Zelda. Yeah. Because <laughs> that we, went really we down- well last time we put a character on something, right? We, downgra- we downgraded from the year of Luigi to well, the summer of Zelda. Well, it's 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 like someone who's try who tried really hard to bake like a souffle and then failed miserably, and so now they're just making kind of like hot pockets. It's pretty much what they're doing. <laughs> I, I guess so. You're gonna get killed for calling Zelda a hot pocket. Hey, man. <laughs> You know, it might sound crazy, but I think Hot Pockets taste pretty good. This winter, Nintendo's Hot Pocket coming to Wii U. <laughs> well, it comes in a variety of flavors. <laughs> All of them relatively the same, blonde. Let's talk about Quantum Break. I was going to say, I, I want to die, and talking about diarrhea. wanting to die. <laughs> Take it away, Dad. So, this week, <laughs> and by this week, I mean, as of recording, literally yesterday, yeah. uh... Remedy and Microsoft released the new X-Bone exclusive that's also on PC. Quake. No. Uh, Alan Quake. Max Payne, The Force Unleashed, uh, okay. also known as Quantum Break. Uh, Quantum, Quantum Break Wakes. is weird because Starring, it's... Starring... Wait, is that one of the Hobbits? No. And... But he, but he is Iceman in X-Men. That was, Iceman yeah, was, and was a guy a jo- from Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, uh, Whatever, it's got CIA from Dark Knight Rises. Uh, that's all anyone's going to really recognize. And uh, this game was weird because it was announced before the Xbox One. It was it was announced during the weird conference Microsoft had when they first unveiled the Xbox One. And they were all about TV and sports. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea was they showed off some like weird live action footage. And then like a little bit of just walking around in game. And they were like, yeah, these two things are supposed to come together somehow. It's going to be a video game TV show. Boy, and no one knew what the hell it late. meant. And then E3 came around. There was no news about it. Then E3 came around last year, and they're like, yeah, it's happening. And then it it just got released. It's been delayed for two, three years now. Mm-hmm. And it was released yesterday, and it's not good at all. No, it's, it's not. It's... It's a very, very, very subpar product. Hold on, I hear one of the audience members saying it's good. You're wrong. It's bad. It's really, really bad. It is... 
by far one of the okay i think we've i don't know if we've had this discussion before on the podcast but like modern games listen i know modern games love to set up their stories and all that but there is a there is a huge difference between you know having maybe a sequence where a character walks around and looks at things and then that being the entire game mm-hmm. uh that is a that is a what five second cutscene that's a b-roll shot if anything quantum break i mean i think the best way to put it is that on the first night it came out on midnight of uh monday so it would be you know tuesday uh caleb and i sat on the xbox one and we played the first two hours of quantum break and i think out of those two hours there was maybe what 40 tops yeah tops, 30 to and that's 40 minutes of actual gameplay. gameplay and the rest Actually, I'd say it was less generous. I think it was maybe 25 to 35. Well, I was saying, if you're talking shooting around that, if you're talking as long as you could control the game, which was cutscene walking, probably about 40. Yeah. The rest of it was cutscene and probably the dumbest gimmick I've ever seen put into a game. It was new. It's interesting. I wouldn't say it's... It's not new and the worst, but it's also the worst and just completely halts everything. So the way basically Quantum Break works is you have um, the segment where you play as Jack Joyce, who's he's got time powers, and he Worse basically time just, powers. Yeah, the li- life like is Doctor girl. Who. No. no. Oh. And he, you know, he does your generic third-person shooting. <laughs> he does your um, puzzle platforming. Yeah. For some reason, I yeah. I don't I'm, know why. I'm, I'm... He does your generic uh, slowly walking around and looking at things while exposition is being dumped onto you. Uh, then you finish the level. You cut to... You play as the main villain who then makes like an infamous styled moral choice. Which is usually either be a dick or be a dick. Mind you, the only time in the whole game that you make any type of choices are in these. Yeah, are these, you know, ten minute sequences... And then you get, you watch a 40-minute live-action TV show episode. Yes. And then rinse repeat. Yeah. There's a very visible pattern that goes on of cutscene, walk, shoot. Cutscene, walk, shoot. Cutscene, walk, shoot. And then a TV show. And then moral choice, and then 40-minute long TV show. Yeah. So Full House? No. Did John Stamos like shoot up the cast? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah I, just, I I just liked imagining like a whole thing, and then just like the the like Full House opening, the, and then just like Dad comes in, he's covered in blood and stuff. And he's like, <sighs> all right, cutting that out. Right, they gotta uh, get rid of that. Yeah, get rid of that. Everywhere you look, stop. <laughs> but uh, everywhere. <laughs> but it, it's uh, what I will say. What I. <laughs> The, the the game that surprisingly I can actually compare this to is The Order 1886. Because it's the only other generic third-person shooter cinematic experience that has yeah. come out as an exclusive wasn't for a console. One? There wasn't, a, wasn't there another game that like had like a tie-in to a TV show? Uh, there was you're Defiance. You're thinking of Defi- yeah, Defiance. Yeah. Which no one played, so we don't have anything to say on that. But, oh, okay. um, I would say that would be a better comparison, though. It would, but if we're if we're talking formula. about strictly games that people played, um, 
<laughs> the Order 1886 being the other one. And I will say the one thing that Quantum Break has is that you can you can skip um, the long, drawn-out, 40-minute live-action cutscenes. Uh, but if you don't, you miss out on the story. That's not important, because you can just not pay attention to it, and you're fine either way. There, this, I think this is the first time I can actually say this about a video game. There's too much story. There is way too much story. Yeah. Just poorly done? Like, not even important? No. Like, I mean, there's too much. There's too... Okay. Best example. You know how in a video game, like, say, Doom 3, you're walking around, you find a PDA, and there'll be, like, half a minute of some guy talking about something? Mm -hmm. There's about 20 of these sorts of things um, in you know, all these different levels of quantum break. And After every these, firefight. Yeah, and there are these long walls of text. They're, like, multiple pages of just exposition. So essentially it's an over-glorified HTML website. Pretty where, much. Where you just there's click on there's just so much reading, and it's it's unnecessary. Like, there's, there's no reason, there's no reason to be sucked into the world, because the world is uninteresting. There's yes. only, like, three characters you actually need to take care of, and then there's, like, another six that just don't really do anything. They're just there to be TV show characters, That's really. very realistic. It also doesn't help when the time part of the story makes no sense and is the most of inconsistent course. thing I've ever seen in anything. And time, I do mean time anything. traveling time traveling stories already all, always suck. I think the best one ever has been Back to the Future because they've yes. always kept it super simple. It's never been thought out too much. It's just oh, just go back in time and fix things, whatever. But if you do certain things, you might make yourself not exist. So try not to screw. Well, that's yeah. the thing. You're already wrong by calling it time travel when it's not. It's time manipulation to the point to where it stops being time and starts being like a weird force-like field around you. Yeah. Oh yeah, like as as I was saying before, um, Jack, who is the main character, has these weird time powers that make no sense. Like he can. There's one where it creates a bubble where time stops and you can shoot into it and then it speeds up. So kinetic energy. Yeah, there's there's a time shield, which is just basically the bubble shield from Halo. Also kinetic energy. Also, you can shoot through it, but they can't shoot through it. The enemies can't shoot through it. You can you can like an exhaust port. You can Sonic the Hedgehog quick dash across a room, and then time will be slowed down. Is that actually true? Yes. yes. It's not a spin you, dash. It's a it's a quick dash. It's just a quick dash. I okay. I I know, but I really hope that someone mods that game to make it into an actual spin dash. No. 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 Um. <laughs> it would be the <laughs> the PC port's not even out yet, so don't worry about it. Well, okay, and that's something I'm going to bring up in a second. And yeah. it, it, it's really dumb, and it it's uh, it's, it's so Caleb, bland. I think of the words Caleb. worried and looking it's forward boring. to. Boring. It's no. Confused. It's no good. And then, on top of that, you have Microsoft <laughs> botching the release of this game Boy. by, okay, th this makes no sense. So, the whole idea behind Quantum Break was that this was supposed to be the first game that really showed off what Microsoft can do with Xbox One and PC. The idea being that if you pre-ordered the Xbox One version of Quantum Break, the digital copy, you would get a free copy of uh, Alan Wake American Nightmare. Quantum Break for Windows 10 PCs and the original Alan Wake. Okay. And 
we got American Nightmare almost as soon as you pre-order the game. Mm-hmm. And as far as the other two are concerned, the PC version is out. You can go on the Windows Store and buy it. But everyone who has pre-ordered still hasn't gotten their codes. Same thing with the original Alan Wake. And they have said it might be another 7 to 10 days until you get it. Which is really stupid because it's a... It's unacceptable. It's an 8-hour game. And the whole... There's no multiplayer... There's no new game plus. The whole the whole point of the game is you play it once, maybe twice, to see what the different moral moral choices are, and then you're done. And but the whole gimmick with getting both versions of the game is that you can you know oh you can play a little bit on your Xbox and you can switch to your PC and use the same save data. But I they're basically like by the time the PC version even comes out for the people who pre-ordered, they're going to be done with the Xbox One version. So there's no even if they play it like a little bit at a time. Yeah. There's yeah. I'm already near the end of the game. I think I only have a couple hours left. Yeah. I'm intentionally wow. holding off until I get the PC version to actually, so I can try it out. Hmm. See if it actually works how it's supposed to? Well, yeah. Otherwise, I, it is It is probably one of the worst games I've played in a long time. I would agree with that. It has trumped The Last of Us for, like, garbage cinematic game for me. It's, <laughs> it's bad. It's worse. It's probably worse than every bad game I played last year. Yep. So it's worse than Order eighteen eighty six. It's worse than Devil's Third. It's on my top ten of worst games I've ever played, and it's not because yeah. it's like fundamentally broken. It's because it's just bad. It's it's a waste of time. Don't even bother. Uh, nice pun it's, there. <laughs> don't even. Not even as a rental. Just ignore it do, at all do costs. Not. Well, it's a good thing that I was planning on not getting it to begin with. There you go. You yeah. also don't have an X-Bone, so... I can get on PC at some point. Don't. It's a funny get joke. Get Killer Instinct! Killer Instinct's now on I'm PC! Saying, go, I'm, I'm saying I go, could, I didn't say I'm tell, I I'm telling the general public, go get kill. Right. If you have a computer with Windows 10 on it, go get Killer Instinct. Speaking of things that have it's the, gone... It's better than that... Street Fighter V. Go get Killer Instinct. It's free to play. Plus it has the Arbiter in it. Yeah, and Speaking Rash, of Halo... Uh, did you guys see the recent news? Also, you have some news of your own. Recently, the two of you had some adventures. And before we I don't played know why Quantum, you hate yourselves. Before we played Quantum Break, we played Halo Four. Oh. Because you just wanted to have like a bad taste in your mouth to begin with. Cause, I guess because Dad here never beat Halo I've Four. I've never played Halo. He was 4. pure, and then I ruined him. <laughs> I did naughty things um, by showing him Halo Four. I've I've I played Halo One on PC. I played Halo Two on PC. I played Halo Three on Xbox when it was you know when it was a new thing that came out. But by the time Halo Four and uh, actually by the time Reach had come out, I had pretty much stopped playing on Xbox and I switched over to playing games primarily on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, so up until the Master Chief Collection, I had just never owned a copy of Halo Four. Um, so now that I have it, I thought now would be a good time to try out Halo 4, especially because uh, pretty soon Caleb and I and a couple other people might be doing a full playthrough of Halo 5, because we just really hate ourselves. Um, so I just wanted to see the story thus far. My opinion's already out in the public, so I want you to just give a quick rundown of what you thought. Halo 4 is a game that goes by way too quickly for its own good. Yep. Should have been 
two extra hours long. Quite literally the complete opposite of Quantum Break in almost yeah. every way. <laughs> Does Quantum Break not have any bugs? No, actually. So yeah, it is. We, we've had yeah. a few weird... I wouldn't say weird, just more like... Just like once in a while strangeness, but that's not even like due to glitches. They're just... In, in Quantum Break? Yeah. They're yeah, just it's like I said, it's not technically happen. broken. Yeah, things that just happen in a game anyway. Yeah. Um, models going where they shouldn't and stuff Things like that. that happen when you motion capture things. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's fine. But Halo 4, on the other hand, is... Um, it's okay. It's rough around the edges. Story-wise, like, <laughs> there's too many things that go on at once, and they should have at least spread it out a little more. Um, plus also a few things that just are really badly written, but for what it is, it's all right. It's like we said, it could have been, it could have been fixed with an editor. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get into one of these fan topics before we go? Let's, let's do them all. Oh, all right. Uh, (laughs) Patrick writes, so I think I single-handedly found a solution to fix Legend of Zelda's situation of linearity and how to make it more open-ended yet not totally changing and swapping out the entirety of the series staples. Maybe I should keep it to myself and bargain with Nintendo to hire me. Or I could just send it to a Zelda fan site. Want me to send it? It's long and full of charts. Yes. Thank you for submitting your fan topic, Patrick. Uh, if you have any of your own fan topics, qu- questions, comments, anything like that, uh, feel free to send this to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Let's move on to our next fan topic. John Pierre writes... Wow, I didn't expect you to read my comment on the show. Now I feel like I owe you an actual fan topic. You do. It's true. I see on the <laughs> it's, it's legally binding. I see on the internet that everyone seems either excited or neutral about the but I mean, sorry, the possibility of the next Zelda game coming out coming to both the Wii U and NX. What are your thoughts on that? I'm personally hoping that it's not the case because I would be upset if the Wii U becomes the only console without the original Zelda game, and if the NX lacks a gamepad, releasing the game to both consoles would limit its potential to use the Wii U's most unique feature. We don't know what the NX is yet, so we don't really know, but it's hey, it's probably just coming out on the Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> Let's this, we don't we don't need another NX speculation cast. Yeah, I no, think we've we've, we've done to, like to, three to, of those. Yeah, but to wrap it up simply, I think. Uh, Twilight Princess was released for the GameCube and the Wii, and both versions were perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, I, but again, ask the we'll we'll cover the question again when we know what the NX is. Yeah, we'll yeah. come back to you. We're not just ignoring you. It's, it's we'll, a short answer, not because we hate you, but because we just don't want to give you the wrong impression. There you go. Anyway, thanks, friend. Uh, thank you so much, thanks. John. Jean. Jean. Pyray. <laughs> Rice pirate. Uh. Dominic asks, uh, two parts. He has two parts to this question. Okay. How would I get on the show with you guys? I happen to be a good writer, but would rather not write for the show, as I would rather have a full conversations, debates on Zelda and all video games as a whole. Uh, Uh, We actually don't write this show. This show is not written Send your, um, if you want to be a guest on the show, send your um, request to guest host to errantsignal at gmail.com, and we will... Uh, carefully look over each and every one who, who and who knows that? maybe you'll come on the show one day who is Aaron's signal Shh, it's, it's not important it's us 
because we have to check uh, it to see. It's if our you it's want our intern. Yeah. Wink wink. Intern earned. Um. No, it's a cool kids only thing. Like like we 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 schedule <laughs> who's gonna be on the episodes. We schedule topics. Uh. Get a but positive KD it. in one competitive match of Counter Strike Go, and mm. uh, you might join the G Man Squad. If you so can get you shock hmm? treatment on Blu-ray, buy us okay. Buy a buy a DVD copy of Shock Treatment and send us the proof of purchase, and we'll let you on the <laughs> no, show. No, no. Not even you have to send the proof of purchase and a full book report yeah. on. Yeah, shock send, send a uh, long to Caleb and me. Yeah, and, no, no, and Colin. But Caleb has to grade it. Okay, that's yeah. fair, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What Colin was his second? What's his second part? Let's. Uh, <laughs> Colin loves, but hate. Well, I'm sorry. Colin loves Twilight Princess, but hates Ooh. Skyward Sword. It feels like Twilight Princess is considered better because of its high casual release on the Wii. I'm not saying I dislike Twilight at all, but it seems as though the rose-tinted window is always on top of Twilight, and the poop-stained window is on Skyward because of the bad rap motion controls has received at the time. Do you think that these two games would still be equally praised if they are, as they are if you switch their release dates? Wow. I love the idea of a poop-stained window. <laughs> and also, it's rep number. First off, I want, I want to mention two things. Um, one, I never said I hated Skyward Sword. Uh, when that I was played... me. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate Skyward Sword. I think it's... Colin hates puppies. Colin no. hates happiness. No, that's not Skyward true. Sword. No, that's also me. You're getting him confused again. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dad. Um, I don't hate Skyward Sword, and I don't hate motion controls either. Motion controls are, I, as I said, I thought they were fine, and... As I said with Twilight Princess a couple weeks Who ago. Who do you I... think owns the entire collection? Stop it! Of Stop Dance. talking! Stop. <laughs> Sorry. As I said, I don't mind motion controls. And when we talked about Twilight Princess HD a few weeks ago, I had said that the only way I had actually played Twilight Princess was on the Wii. Um, I And having played through it again on the Wii U, and also playing Skyward Sword, what, a week later? Maybe mm-hmm. two weeks later? Um, it it's not rose-tinted glasses. Twilight Princess is a better game. Uh, it's not drawn out, it's got a really great art style, and it's, uh, it's not bogged down and almost, I want to say, bland like Skyward Sword is. It's just the objectively better game. Uh, that's just how it is. I think there's plenty of reasons on the internet you can find why people don't like Skyward Sword. Uh, compared to Twilight Princess, uh, I don't think it's nostalgia. I think it's just that it one's a better game than the other. Hundred percent. And note that we both played the Wii versions of Twilight Princess, so motion control bias has nothing to do with it. Yeah, and I've, I, if anything, I really like motion controls too. I, I actually liked the Wii as a console. So I think I played more of the Twilight Princess version on the Wii than I did on uh, GameCube. I didn't even so, have a GameCube until a few years ago, so there you go. Oh. Yeah. You should get Kirby Air Ride. No. But you had a Wii. Yeah, I have a Wii. I have a, I have a Wii. It's better than a GameCube. It is a GameCube. It's a, it it's a better GameCube. It's That's a white whoa. GameCube. It is. Whoa, dude. It's backwards compatible. Cut you, that. You, you can actually <laughs> get cheap component cables for the thing. It yeah. plays better versions of GameCube games. Yeah. 
Like Sonic Adventure DX. No! <laughs> like Metroid Prime Trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> so there you anyway. go. Nah, he's... he. That's, that's 100% it. Yeah. The only thing uh, it has over the Wii is, uh... We already talked about this. Uh, Melee and F-Zero GX. There you go. Yeah. Uh... Colin, did you want to mention? Did you want to talk about the Rock Band Four thing? Harmonic sucks. Next topic. Yeah. Well, that's really <laughs> it for this week. Uh, Remote play on the PS4 is pretty good. Uh, yeah. If you have a PC or a Mac for whatever reason, and you have also a PS4, download the Remote Play app. It's better than that terrible garbage that's on the PlayStation TV and the Vita. Yeah. So there you go. One less reason to own a Vita. So I think that's at negative three now. <laughs> negative three, three reasons. What? Negative three reasons to own a Vita. Oh my god. So also, you own a Vita, just what? Oh, I was gonna, go ahead. No, that's fine. I was just going to tell the audience. Uh, please go play Platinum demo and then report back and let me know what you think. Yes. Yeah, you same. can hit me up on Twitter. Comment, I, I legitimately want to know. At on the bit block on Twitter. It's at Donald J Trump. No, it's at Caleb Hates Games. Please, I yeah. legitimately want to know what other people think. And if you want to hear and see with your eyeballs more, uh, just Caleb and I hating ourselves and Quantum Break, uh, we actually have uh, live streams backed up on my Twitch channel that you can watch in their entirety, and we'll have like a highlight reel coming up on my YouTube very I'm soon. I'm personally looking forward to that. And note that I am 12 seconds behind in those because streaming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. But that's it. Uh, you can catch us more outside of the podcast on Twitter. We usually post what we're doing up on there. Uh, but other than that, thank you, Colin, uh, Caleb, for joining me. Yeah. It was there a pleasure go. to talk to both of you. Yeah. Uh, and thank you guys for joining us. If you have any of your own fan topics, theme songs, submissions, covered anything like that, feel free to send us to zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. This week's closing theme, once again, is the Hero of Time Remix by Jeesh. I'm Adam. Talk to you later. See you next week on the Dark Bye-bye. Souls podcast. The Dark Side of what? The Dark Souls podcast. The Dark Side Phil podcast. Oh. And done. Hey, everyone. It's Darren of Zelda Inquiries. Oh, my um, God. All right. Let's get, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> snip, snip. Wait, wait. Snip, snip. Like, like, a, like a rabbi to newborn baby. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Whoa. I'm make, make that make that like a very end thing, like after the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Watch out!